What's going on, guys? It's Evan Transu, a.k.a. Mr. Health Coach Ev. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Overcoming Mental Health Challenges podcast. I am your host. Um, I'm also a professional speaker and as of recent, an author of a book called Overcoming Mental Health Challenges, How I Resolved 13 Years of Mental Health Issues Naturally. So we just came off recently a huge month of February. We were doing multiple interviews every single week with some awesome individuals who have really overcome quite a bit. And we're getting back to more of a normal schedule here doing the once a week interviews. And, you know, again, just it's crazy because no matter how much I do this, the stories are always just so powerful. Everyone has such a unique experience with this stuff. And that's why I like bringing such a diversity of people on because you never know who you're going to have on that's going to connect with whoever is out there listening. So it means a lot to me and I'm sure it means a ton to the people out there. So it's great to keep doing this. We appreciate the support and I'm going to keep doing this as long as, you know, we keep having our listeners and we're, and we're growing really well. So it's an exciting time. Um, just as a little background, cause I don't think I've explained it for a while. This podcast was just founded simply because I realized the power of our stories. Um, I mentioned that, you know, I, I do speak professionally and when I started sharing my story, you know, the first times, especially I was awkward. I was not good at it. I was nervous. I was scared. And I still saw that it was having an effect on people, not because I was a good speaker, but simply because I was a human being willing to be authentic. And I got to give huge credit to anyone that comes on this show because that's what they're willing to do, uh, just kind of in the name of helping other people. So tonight's uh, really interesting because this is our first international guest, which I think is awesome. And this person reached out to me to share their story. And it's a unique story because... A lot of the other interviews, if you've listened to them on this podcast, it, it usually is someone that's been dealing with mental health issues as a lifelong thing. And this person had some events, especially quite a few events, honestly, in a very short period of time that led to some things. And then they've learned certain things along the way that has helped them overcome these circumstances and you know, get themselves back to a better place. And they wanted to share that story. So I was absolutely all about that, wanted him to come on. Um, we're going to be using only the first name tonight. His name's Jordan. And again, yeah, Jordan is out in Europe. So pretty cool. Thank you for coming on, Jordan. Yeah, hi, Evan. Yeah, um, so yeah, I'm from the UK. Um, yeah, we're talking about um, how life was brilliant and out of nowhere, um, everything just goes wrong you know, losing relatives and it, it's, it's amazing how life can turn upside down. Um, right. Yeah. It's great to be here. Yeah. So yeah. we usually start the podcast with the same question for everyone. And the question usually is, you know, what were you like as yeah. a kid? And I know for you, some of the stuff happened later, but from what we talked about yeah. before recording, it actually sounds like your life as a kid and the things you experienced with your brother as a kid, that actually is pretty relevant to this story. So talk to us a little yes, bit about that yes. um, and, you know, you and your brother and growing up. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was, I was, I had loving parents. I had a, I had a brother who um, was mentally and physically disabled. Um, he was um, two years older than me. So as I came into the world, I understood that my mum and dad um, had to, dedicate their lives to my older brother Stephen he um he had cerebral palsy uh, mentally and physically so um yeah he required 24-hour care and obviously as my childhood growing up um I was in and out of the hospital my attendance um 
dropped at school because uh, my mum had to pull me out as we had no uh, childminder or anybody to look after me. So she'd have to make sure I was looked after. So, yeah, it, it, it was it was amazing to say um, how how different my life was growing up compared to others due to having a disabled sibling. Um, but yeah, he, he was amazing. He, he was always happy. He was always trying to do, you know, make people smile. He always smiled and yeah, growing up with him was obviously, I wouldn't change it. It was, it was amazing. Yeah. So yeah, my, my mum, my mum was amazing. My dad was amazing at the time. And yeah, it's, it's just, a, it's, it's growing up, growing up with, um, somebody who required the attention. You know, I didn't get the attention that most kids would have got at a young age. Um, you can definitely say I was spoiled in regards to um, my parents buying me things to keep me occupied. So they didn't have to constantly watch over me um, due to my brother's care. Yeah, I left in my house for my brother when I was really young just so we could be transported from the lounge living area, living room to his bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, they, my parents got a grant to convert our house that into his bedroom and have like a built-in bathroom for him, all disabled facilities to support him. So, so yeah, our house was uh, turned into, um, yeah, something very different, which was, which was nice. It was a lot less, um, you could say, work for my parents doing this um it was it's a yeah it was different and yeah as you grow up you 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 learn for me it was the norm you know it was normal it was a normal childhood because it's what that's okay you hit the nail that's literally what i was just about to ask you you're overall though you're fine as a kid because yeah you don't know anything else right so no i don't know exactly so Obviously, we're fast forwarding a little more than we normally would with people, and that's fine because that's just your personal story. Um, As time went on, obviously, unfortunately, for those that know about those types of illnesses and diseases and stuff like that, that's not usually something where someone like that gets to live a a normal life expectancy. And um, how did this come to be where, you know, I obviously he what we're getting at is um, you know, Stephen did pass away. How did, how did he it did. lead up to that? And what was that like in the few months so, beforehand? So, you know, when he did, he did die um, unexpectedly. He, he, he died in his sleep. Um, we didn't expect it. He basically, um, because of his condition, he, he couldn't eat, he couldn't, he couldn't drink. Um, he, his sleeping pattern was very random. He did sleep overnight, but we'd never know how long for. Um, but yeah, leading up to his his death, he was he, as we thought he was healthy, but we found out that he died in his sleep due to pneumonia. He was prone to chest infections due to him not being able to cough. You can say the phlegm up uh, that rests on his okay. chest um, because he, he was he wasn't capable of doing that. So um, it's he was prone to chest infections, and he had them all the time. You know, um, a couple were serious previous to the one he he obviously passed away with. Um, but yeah, we didn't know he he obviously had pneumonia. Um, the doctor says it, it it's hard to understand, obviously, from the the standpoint of how prone he was. Um, but yeah, he died in his sleep. Um, I was at work. I was at work working for McDonald's um, at the time. Um, yeah, um, I got a phone call saying you better come home. 
I was on an early shift and yeah, that's where you can say it all started, especially for my mum, you know, that hit her hard. She she dedicated her life to look after my brother. Um, yeah, it was horrible to see her not have that routine anymore where she'd wake up, prep everything for my brother, you know, clean him. He had to have nappies, change his nappies, um, you know, give him the medication he needed to stay alive, you know. All that routine was just gone, you know. She, she right. just, she didn't know what to do with herself. So, yeah, she she passed, uh, sorry, my, my brother passed away um, unexpectedly. And, yeah, the year, the, year, the year after that, obviously, it was another scenario of a chain reaction of, yeah, my mum getting diagnosed with cancer. So... Yeah, going on to that, my my mum's mother got diagnosed of cancer um, three months before my mum got diagnosed with cancer um, because my nan was obviously elderly. She was obviously not as, you could say, healthy as my mum. She she passed away within a few months of being diagnosed. um, And obviously, this was such an impact on my mum after being diagnosed with cancer and going through treatment, losing her son the year before and then her mum, I think it was about seven months later. Obviously, it was destroying to see her go through the pain In my, from my standpoint. Obviously, we had a lot of family around us. There was so much support, which you need. Again, going back to the positive energy, um, yeah. You need that positive energy, otherwise things can spiral so quick unexpectedly sure so yeah i was i was there for my mum when she yeah um going on to the following year my mum passed away um she she didn't deserve it obviously no no one no one no one wants to lose a, lose a parent obviously um and obviously this is where my mental um state went off the rails you can say um reality hit me hard i couldn't i couldn't take in what was real i couldn't take in that she was gone um you know i i was i'd stare into infinity and not want to move i'd wake up in the morning not want to move i have no motivation to do anything um you know i had insomnia i couldn't sleep for i I couldn't tell you my sleeping pattern was very Mm. very out the norm I'd catch an hour here and there. You just, sometimes, like you say, if you're, you're overworking your brain, if you're thinking too much, you know, you can't, you can't switch off. You can't. Um, and yeah, as of there, that put me off the rails a bit. Me, me anxiety hit me hard. I didn't want to go out. I didn't know financially I wasn't working. Um, due to my mum passing away. I had, I had nine months off work when my mum passed away. Um, credit to the company I was working for. They was very supportive. Um, but yeah, financially, that anxiety of money hit me. Um, depression hit me, you know. Um, I lost my car. We ended up, my dad, my dad didn't talk to me about problems, but he was in a financial situation. And, and how old were you again at this yeah, time? Um, oh, wow. Okay. 18 so years is, old. I mean, that's classically one. Of, you know, that's supposed yeah. to be a fun time in life, and you got a ton going on at that time, obviously with all these things. Yeah, so. yeah. 
like you say, it hits you so hard so fast. Um, like again, the reality of it, I was so young, I couldn't take in what needed to be taken at the time. And, I, and to be honest with you, it took me about a year, 18 months, um, maybe yeah, about 18 months to understand what was real because, yeah, it's like a it's hard to say it, again, it, no one can really put these mm-hmm. situations into words, you can explain what you know. But to explain the feelings, you know, it's always never going to be possible to replicate that exact feeling. Um, but all I can say is, you know, you, you think, you think, what, what, what's the point? Mm-hmm. What's the point in life? You know, um, I've got no motivation to do anything. And again, the year, the year after my mum passed away, me and my dad was very depressed. My dad didn't talk to me about it. I didn't really talk to my dad about my problems, but I was young. I think I was obviously very mentally stronger than my dad. My dad was around 47, 48 at the time. So he'd already been through a lot. He'd lost a son. He's just lost his his wife. Um, yeah, um, and my dad tried to commit suicide uh, the year after my mum passed away. Um, he didn't tell me, but he got into debt. Um, he didn't have no money. He, he, he made out... He, he, yeah, he, he didn't be 100% truthful with mm-hmm. me because we was living together. We shared we shared bills. <clears throat> it was the only way we could support um, the house we had that was privately rented. Um, you know, we both earned a decent earning. We were both working for an engineering company. Um, but, yeah, he um, he went off the rails, obviously. I, I, I got home one day, and I was with my friend. I'd just been out with my friend. I think we went for something to eat. My friend was coming back. My, I think, was going to play on a few games. You know, play a bit of FIFA, have a few beers, maybe. Um, but yeah, I got home to find a letter that my dad wrote, and it wasn't pleasant. I couldn't recall what it said, but all she, all, all I remember is be strong. You know, be strong. Everything will come out good in the end. And yeah, I just I just found a note saying my dad's gave up and he's left. Um, you know, his car was gone. He packed. Anyway, so he didn't yeah. even pack a bag. Um, I just got a note, and I didn't know what to think. Obviously, I rang the police, and they, 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 they said, obviously, there's a there's a curfew. I don't know a period where you've got to wait yep. twenty four right. hours, and yep. then you can report them missing. Um, so yeah, luckily, um, I rang the police, and they 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 did their you could say routine where they came round, they had to have a look around, they had to see me and etc. Luckily it was like a family friend who turned up who who we knew. Um so it was a bit different situation. It was like I felt a bit more um uh how can I word it? Um it it I felt in a better situation as as well sure you know in that situation. You know probably because he cares about you guys. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Um, the next day, they found his car near London, which is like 100 miles away. Um, turns out he ran out of fuel. We had no money. They found him in the back of his car. Um, yeah, um, they found um, some medication that he took. Um, he was passed out. Luckily, his car got um, noticed. That I think a, a camera, obviously, the police looking for him. Um, they had his car information, so they found him on a lay-by on the main road, and yeah, I, I, I had to make a big, big decision. I had to sign some paperwork to get him some help. You know, I had to be the one to send him away for a month to get 
to get the help he needed, um, I had to sanction him um, into a mental hospital to get the support he needed. Obviously, this was out of my hands. I mean, yeah, now. but that's a hell of a um, responsibility to have at that yeah. age when you have all. It's not like you don't have a bunch of other things yeah. going on too. No, no, exactly. This was at the point. Obviously, I was going through my own problems at the time. Um, nothing that led me to the similar thoughts my dad had. Um, I always thought about, you know, giving up. But um, again, I won't go into too much detail. But I had a young son, son at the time, so he was keeping me going. You know, knowing I've got an independent, someone relying on me, um, that kept me going. You know, that's what really didn't take me over the edge. But at the same time, I should have probably asked for help earlier on than when I did, especially when my dad did what he did. Because if I just spoke about my feelings to him, he might have spoke mm. about his feelings to me. Um, and then hopefully it could have, we will never know, but that could have maybe avoided the situation that we went through next, which was his sanction. Um, they asked me, you've got it. You were asking, obviously your permission to take him away. And obviously yeah, right, I knew right, it was right. the best thing, you know, he, he, um, nobody would want to do that. He was crying, chatting my name, you know, when, when I seen him and he rang me saying, you've got to come and get me, etc. I can't stay here. But when, when 30 days were up, you know, he, he he shook my hand and gave me a hug and says, "You know, I'm 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 sorry." He he was still not. You can say he still wasn't a hundred percent, but the help he got, which obviously I don't know their ways of helping, I I don't know their processes, but it worked to an extent. He still he still it was still was a long journey for him. He was very broken as a man. Um, so yeah, I had to pick up his pieces. Wow. While picking up my own, but I mean, yeah. can I ask so, him what? So, what is is your dad good today, or what? What's his? Yeah, yeah. So, so as of as of now, um, uh, bear in mind this was eight years ago. Um, as of now, you know he's still living in the house. So, sure. so if we go back slightly, um, um, back to when my dad committed suicide. Sorry, went to commit suicide. Um, in two thousand and twelve. Um, he spent 30 days sanctioned and then leading up to 2014 was the journey of me and him picking each other up um, we started working again you know financially getting better you know we, we having my son he was um, yeah he was two at the time 2012 uh, sorry 2013 leading up to 2014 um, and we got a brand new house. My dad got some help through, um, we call the housing association. Uh, they gave him a brand new house um, to, you know, support himself. Because when he came out of, when he came out of his um, mental hospital, he, he didn't have anywhere to go. Um, again, I, I don't mean to keep going back no, on myself, okay. but when my dad was sank when, when when my dad got sanctioned um i couldn't support the house we was living in at the time on my own even if i worked all my hours i was it was a three bedroom house so um i had to speak to we had the landlord was very helpful at the time the private landlord um so yeah you got to understand i had to move out of a house that still contained my mum's belongings my brother's belongings and obviously my dad's belongings including my own so I had help from family. Um, the landlord took me in into his private home himself um, and let me rent a room 
So he knew I wasn't on my own. Um, obviously, I was working all hours at the time because I did have I had nothing else to do. Um, you know, at the time I had no girlfriend. I was having my son at the weekends, um, and yeah, I, I just got my head into work mode. I needed to get some money by me while my dad was um, picking himself up. Um, and then, yeah, my dad ended up getting um, a house after sleeping uh, on his friend's couch for a year. Um, I tried to get him in with me, where with my private landlord, but, you know, he wanted to be somewhere he felt safe. And like he went to a, an old childhood friend's house um, and it was one of the best things he could have done. Um, and then, yeah, we, we he got this brand new house and, in 2014 and... You know, it's 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 amazing how life turned around from that point. You know, we was getting help. Um, he still had contact with what we call the crisis team. They was ringing up, um, making sure everything's fine. He had his um, reoccurring appointments, um, obviously asking the correct questions, making sure, sorry, excuse me, making sure um, everything was on track. And yeah, um it was between 2012 um, and 2014 where my dad had his breakdown real bad. Um, and in the same time of looking after him, supporting him, picking him up, I managed to pick myself up. And it was more of a reality check. So I'll share with you the basic, you can say, cure of okay. how I helped myself. And it's, 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 it's you know, it's might be quite dull or, weird to some people but in my opinion it's quite selfish but you've got to do what you've got to do to help yourself um and, and all it was was forget about it and you know again going back to saying just forget about it it's that, that, that you can't do that you can't forget about your mom you can't forget about your brother and what your your dad's been through and it was the way my dad wanted to go 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 on is trying not to talk about it it's not about forgetting again but that was me a brief explanation of how we kind of approached the track upwards was in a way yeah forgetting about it not talking about it and for me it was more of a again it was more down to reality you know understanding i've got a son he needs me you know my dad's got a grandchild you know my dad needs my son as much as my son needs me do you know what i mean because it's amazing the bond between a, a, a grandfather and a grandchild, you know, it, it's, it's, it's lovely. And I think that helped him a lot as well. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing how things can turn around for the good. Sure. And, you talked a lot about, yeah. and I know we were talking about this before we got on positive energy. Like, what does that mean for you? How do you define that? And what were you referring to? So, again, like, how I approached the situation on, again, helping myself was, again, like, trying to forget about it, not thinking about it. And, you know, putting myself, you can say, before others, because I need to try and get myself happy, um, get myself on track with life, you know. I'm, I'm currently still saving for a mortgage, and that's when... I understood I, I want to try and buy my own house. I want to, I want to be able to, you know, you can say leave something behind when I 
pass away in, in, in the future for my family I've got currently, yeah. Um, and I, like I say, having the positive energy of thinking about the future and what you're going to do for your family, what, what I'm going to provide for my family, you know, it's all about them now. So the positive energy for me is my kids, my, my fiancé, um, you know, and my dad mainly because... My dad currently he has he has a couple of siblings he sees now and again, but other than that, he's only got me and my and, and his grandchildren. You know, because I've had I've had another child since then. Um, it's yeah, it the positive energy is is key to success. It has to be because if you don't get your head in the right frame of mind, soon it's only going to get worse. Right, right. In my opinion, um, yeah, if you let them if you let that like that dark side stay in and don't try and get it out it's only going to eat away and for the example of my dad he didn't talk about it because he didn't talk about it it ate him up and ate him up and then boom he exploded and attempted suicide um you know he had he was it was we was told that he did take medication to try and overdose but luckily they found well, him in time you the cops, yeah, as of now <clears throat> yeah 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 you know, it's again, the the I, I call this a chain reaction of life events because of how it started, you know, with my granddad passing away, leading up to my dad committing suicide after losing, um, you know, that meant there was four people in the space of just under four years. Um, my brother and mother being one of them. Uh, sorry, two of them. Um, yeah, it, it it's amazing. And like I say, where I am right now today, you know, I'm currently learning to program uh, machinery in an aerospace engineering company, um, which is quite high-end where right, I was right. previously <laughs> working. Um, you know, so it's amazing how the company want to train me into into selling um, <clears throat> my skills of what I know in, in engineering. So, you know, it's very exciting to be able to have that opportunity with the workplace I'm at and, knowing <clears throat> sorry where i was before in life um it's amazing you know um the money i get currently is very good <clears throat> compared to what i was on so <clears throat> it's 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 nice to understand and, and and again the message to others where um it is possible to get out of this sort of hole like you could as as i've mentioned about my previous um, encounters you know that kind of hole I've explained I was in. I got out of it. It wasn't. It wasn't. You know, quick, but it's possible. And people out there need to understand where. You know, I've I've been at the lowest of low. You know, I was at the highest of highs, and then you know, two years later, you, you're at lowest of lows, and then again, you say like another four years later, I'm at as high as I can. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Just because of my family around me and people need to understand that you can do it. It's just a lot of it. You know, you need to, the, 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 what I've learned, it's a motto that I've heard professionals say in the past in, in mental, like say the mental health help. Um, one motto I always hear is um, step one of getting help is knowing you need help. Right. You know? And, and and reaching out so yeah did you if if, if you've no, got any right. demons did you, sorry 
because I want to just rewind a little bit. Were you working with some type of therapist yep. or did you really personally just do this through uh, talking to family? Like what was your journey with that? So in regards to my dad exploding and, and going off the rails from that point, um, that kind of left me on my own. So that's when it probably hit me the most because my dad gave up. <clears throat> my mum wasn't there, you know. My brother died the year before my mum. I was on my own, you know. I, like I said, I had all the belongings of my mum and brother and dad in the house I had to move out of. And a bit off subject, but I contact, I reached out to a TV show. Um, they ended up helping me move out of this house and dealing with my deceased mum and brother's belongings, you know. They helped me make money by selling some stuff that was worth selling that I didn't need. And, you know, this 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 aired on... Um, UK television um yeah it was amazing for them to help me um get out of that hole of you know I because of my dad doing what he did I was left in that situation where um I was on my own and I didn't I, I couldn't I couldn't have gone through everything I'd have just probably skipped it all and not dealt with it because I didn't want to deal with it on my own and this show really did help me get out of there and move into the landlord's personal um, home. Yeah. So again, um, it's, 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 you know, it's magic how things come around and I don't, I'm quite a positive person at times, but I I don't think I could ever be as what kind of TV show is this? Like, what do they do? So, so this TV show itself was called storage hoarders. So, you know, you got to think before, before my dad went off the rails and when I was living with my dad, when we was kind of picking each other up and trying to work and just get by, um, you know, basically figuring out our path of progressing in life. You know, we didn't know what to do. We didn't talk about it. it that happened because we didn't talk about it. But, um, but yeah, this show called Storage Orders, um, Kind of, I seen, I just seen, I seen an ad through Twitter about ITV looking um, for for anybody in any situation, or I, I, you can say me and my dad kind of hoard. We hoarded the belongings of my brother and mum. Like when they passed away, it all went in boxes, and we just shoved it in the garage, you know. Um, and it just got left there, you know. And it was just piles. And then obviously, after my when my mum passed away, the boxes became. Um, the quantity just became ridiculous because half of our garage was stored with my brother's and mother's belongings. And, and they came and helped me sort, you can say that sort of forward. The, the show itself, you know, it, it goes to people who, who collect things and they can't get rid of them. And they go to other people where they don't clean. And do you know what I mean? And this, right, this situation right. for me was very different. And that's why they wanted to help. And it went on telly because it was so unique where I was holding you can say family belongings slash heirlooms that I didn't want to touch because I was too busy trying to sort myself out and kind of supporting my dad. But yeah, it's... You're a proactive guy, man. You seem to come up with some unique solutions to some really serious problems, to be honest. Like, that's not something I typically hear. That's why I asked about Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. The show itself... um, They they sent me a copy of the show um, and I think it's somewhere online, but I couldn't, it's hard for me to find it. Um, But yeah, I remember, I remember it. They, they helped a lot. Um, 
yeah it, it's 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 crazy to know from where it started to where it kind of started to end to it actually ending you know um yeah it's 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 again it's like people need to understand that although sorry again off subject but with me approaching the way i dealt with my mental health is understanding there's so many other people out there in a worse situation than me you know the no they haven't got a roof over their head you know they haven't got currently they haven't got family who care about them they haven't you know got them small luxuries in life that i seem normal and me understanding that i'm currently in a situation a lot better than so many people out there i thrived off that to to progress in understanding yeah i've gone through some shit sorry to swear um no you're fine, you're fine. um yeah i've gone gone through that much to to realizing come on you, you you're strong enough to we've had we've had a cry you know we're gonna celebrate with again when when their anniversaries come round of their deaths so i never mourn a death i celebrate a life and i always have a drink and and try and stay positive i always have a cry um I made a bit of a montage for my mum that's currently on a YouTube channel that's very small I made, um, a little montage of some pictures and videos I made of my mum with, with a nice backing track. And that was, I couldn't tell you what what year I made that. It was definitely for an anniversary of my mum's death. Um, I'll send you a link to that, Evan, to have a look. Okay, sure. Um, but yeah, I'm sure you'll like that, what I made. It, it, it's it's very emotional with the, with the lyrics. Um I'll have that in the show links for everyone, by the uh, way. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Me, so yeah. You guys can check that out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, it. I made that. It, it was hard to make. Um, but yeah, I have a cry here and there. You have to let it out sometimes. Um, but again, my current family, the, 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 the independence I've got relying on me, they keep me going. You know, they, 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 they're everything. You know, I, I, I work for my kids now, you know, in their future so you know so it sounds like to me getting that mindset right having great people in your life and and you know being open with them telling them what's going on yeah and also having that strong why like your kid and your uh, fiance like having the reason to keep going those yeah. are three huge things for you yeah yeah exactly um they they keep me ticking they keep me going and my dad told me you know he the reason the reason why he's not attempted to commit suicide again mainly is me, my kids, because I had to tell my dad, you know, you know, if you actually did this and you 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 succeeded in doing what you wanted to do, all you would have done is passed your pain through to me, to my kid maybe in the future, you know, to your siblings, you know. Sometimes I think people think it's the easiest way, but no, it's so selfish. And I'm, I, I don't mean to be horrible to offend anybody, but anybody who wants to escape in that way, all you're doing is passing that pain on to somebody else. You're not, yeah, you are, you are doing, I guess, what you need to do, but there'll be so many other people um, hit, having that pain hit them, um, what you're kind of escaping from, Um yeah, and my, I told my dad, this is this is not nice. It's not fair. And I, I kind of had a go at him when when the time was right, saying, you know, 
How can you be so selfish after what we've been through? You know, losing my mum. How can you? How do you expect me to lose a dad as well? You know, the year after. You know, um, that's when I kind of, kind of opened up for the first time, and we both needed that. You know, we both he needed to be shouted at. Do you know what I mean? A bit of a reality check from his point of view. Um, well, yeah, because you're talking in a, I mean, it's a highly emotional thing, but yes. what you just said is, is quite logical. Yes. And of course, someone in that state, the last thing they're using is logic, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, there's yeah. nothing logical about someone in that state, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so I definitely get what you're saying. And yeah. um, you, you don't have to justify anything with that. I know you well enough at this point to know you're a good guy. And I know that you don't mean that selfish in the bad way. No, you're saying no. it's not actually going to solve any problems for no. any of us. No, no, no. Like, again, you know, some people only do this because they think there's nothing else they can do. Um, they think it's the quickest way and easiest way to get rid of what pain they're in. But you'd be surprised how a little bit of different thought process that you need to change. You know, the smallest change makes massive impact. And there's so many people out there that will listen if you need to talk to somebody. You know, if it's a random person, even if it's a, somebody who loves you, you know, there'll be so many people out there that are willing to listen. Um you just got to reach out and again, don't try and pass the pain on to others because that's all you're going to do. And you could correct a, a spiral effect for future mental health issues that can be avoided in this scenario, you know? So, right. Again, okay. So as we, um, we kind of wrap up here, I have yep. two questions I want to finish up with okay. one and this, you might not have an answer for this one, but I just like to make sure with everyone. Yeah. One, do you think there's anything that we missed that you wanted to get in before we wrap up? Um, all in all, um, I think we covered a majority of it. Um, again, I'd just I'd like to repeat myself if if it's obviously yeah, possible. But you know, it's just it's about your own thought process. You know, you just gotta you've got you've got to stay positive as positive as you can be. You know the right people around you, the right surroundings around you. It's just about positive vibes, positive energy. And, you know, things can get dark so quick, but it's about how you control them and revert them as quick as possible. Because the longer you take and revert in the darkness into light, um, the worse it's going to be, the longer it will be. Um, that's just from my experience. I, I, I took me close to three years to get over the, the hole you can say I was in. Um, but yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm. It was nice to talk about it. As 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 weird as it may sound, it's nice to just get get it off your chest again, so to speak. Because it's nice to not to like say talk about my story, but knowing if this could help one person out of a hundred listeners, that that's it. That's enough. That's worth our time to do this. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, and one so, of my favorite quotes is uh, the final stage of healing is using what happened to you to help other yes, people. So yes, it's yeah. cool. It sounds like you kind of went through all these. I mean, honestly, the way you describe your story is like you went through these different stages. You know, you went through that intense grief and, and pain in the beginning. Yeah. And then it was getting back to reality. Okay, we got to keep moving along here, even though it's tough. Yeah. And then, you yeah. know, you reached out to me, which is great. You know, Jordan yeah. reached out to me to say, hey, I want to do this, which I think is even cooler. Yeah. So. That's amazing. Um, the last thing I ask, and you kind of did answer it with that question, I guess. Um, but if you have, what's like one thing that you would tell 
someone out there suffering if you could only give them one piece of advice? And again, I know you kind of just said that, so I apologize, but yeah, um, yeah that, maybe they need to hear it again. Again, so, again, it's 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 personal thought process in it. So at the end of the day, whatever situation you're in, whatever darkness you're feeling, remember it can get better. You know, I didn't think it could, but it did. It does seem impossible to get through, but it is possible. And, and it's down to you to understand it's possible by figuring out your path to the light. Do you know what I mean? And, and, and you're yeah. finding your path and then going on the rough path. Cause it's sometimes I'm guessing it's always going to be rough for anybody trying to get better. Cause it was rough for me. My experience was rough. You just got to keep climbing them obstacles on the path and you can get out of it. You know, you can get out of it and yeah, keep going soldier on. Think of, Think of the others around you. If, if you know, if it, again, I guess there'll be people out there that don't have others. Maybe they're alone. And I guess I know a lot of mental health comes from loneliness. You know, there's always somebody out there to listen, and there's all there will be always somebody there. You just got to reach out and, and try and stay positive, as positive as you can be. So yeah, yeah. Excellent, man. I love it. So guys, this is one of those episodes. You know, we do this about fifty percent of the time. Jordan seriously just came on here kind of selflessly just to help people. This isn't someone we're not, I'm not going to be sharing any information. However, I will share if he wants um, those links to that YouTube video of uh, the montage for his mom. Um, again, that's Jordan. If you want to do that. And if mm -hmm. so, that'll be available yeah. um, in the show notes, but I just want to thank you, man, so much for coming on. Um, this mm -hmm. was so cool to have. No, again, uh, I want to, I want to, obviously I, I, I don't, I don't mean, mean any disrespect to this, but obviously the way I got through my mental health was kind of my own path. I didn't really get much help apart from family and maybe a bit of love and support around my family. But obviously, again, I don't really reach out and ask or seek. Um, I didn't seek mental advice or anything, but obviously what I see you do, Evan, for obviously this podcast and with the people you work with, obviously you're doing a great thing. So you keep doing what you're doing and, Hopefully you're going to help a lot of people around the world with this. So. Well, thanks, man. I love having, this is, I like having all the different perspectives on because mm -hmm. guess what? If that works for you, who am I to say that doesn't work? You know, it, exactly. there is going to be different paths for everyone. And yes. I think as long as everyone acknowledges that, which you did already multiple times yeah. in this thing. Yeah. Cool. That's cool with me. Yeah, you I, know, I, I like hearing how it works for people. Yeah. Yeah. Again, like if, if there's anyone out there that could kind of take the path I took by, excluding themselves and just kind of forgetting and if you it, like forgetting as much as you can you know fair play if you can do that then it worked for me and yeah everyone's gonna have their own way of, of fixing themselves but i'm i'm just sharing the way i fixed myself so yeah it's nice to to share it perfect so guys you've been listening to an interview with jordan our first international guest with a very um, unique story that needed to be put on this podcast because again we have so many people that have dealt with lifelong stuff that i never want to neglect the people that had this stuff hit them out of nowhere already 18 years into this life and all of a sudden it happened for the first time i think that's very important to talk about that so we will be back here with another episode next week you've been listening to the overcoming mental health challenges podcast with your host evan transu thank you guys so much for tuning in we'll see you then